Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Friday, August 27th. After America suffered its most deadly day among service members in Afghanistan in nearly a decade, we learned today more terror attacks are on the way. In a stunning statement from White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki, we have learned that the vice president and president were advised by their national security team, quote, that another terror attack in Kabul is likely. I mean, just take that in after seeing the carnage of yesterday where 13 American service members were killed in action, 18 injured, hundreds of Afghan civilians killed and wounded, and yet we're learning that the president of the United States was told today, more is to come. And there are only four days left before Joe Biden gets to that August 31st self-imposed deadline to pull all U.S. military forces out of the country. We've seen now, day after day, a a slowing pace of evacuations, but more than 110,000 people have been evacuated since the end of July. 105,000 since the fall of Kabul around August 14th. In the 24-hour period from 3 a.m. Eastern yesterday to 3 a.m. Eastern today, the White House advises that 12,500 people were evacuated. So you see that pace coming down a little bit. The question becomes now, when do we see that drop even more precipitously and the departures and evacuations are of U.S. military personnel? And all of this must occur under the threat of a near-certain additional terror attack. This is an unbelievably dangerous assignment for America's military. And at the same time, the president has promised to hunt down the perpetrators. For those who carried out this attack, as well as anyone who wishes America harm, know this. We will not forgive. We will not forget. We will hunt you down and make you pay. I will defend our interests and our people with every measure at my command. In what was probably the understatement of the day yesterday, a day that will no doubt be marked in history forevermore, the president of the United States said it was a tough day. And he also clearly explained to the American people that he was going to not just play the role of commander-in-chief, of continuing this mission to bring America's military involvement in Afghanistan to an end, but also to play the role that the job comes with as well, which is consoler-in-chief. And we learned today that the president was going to be calling the families and next of kin of each of the service members who perished in this horrific attack. And perhaps in a bit of a preview of what those tough conversations will be like, President Biden, in his comments to the country last night, explained that he knew all too well what it means to lose a child. And he often states that he is the first president in 40 years who understands what it is to have a child be serving in a combat zone. His late son, Bo, who died of brain cancer back in 2015, served in Iraq. We have some sense, like many of you do, what the families of these brave heroes are feeling today. 
You get this feeling like you're being sucked into a black hole in the middle of your chest. There's no way out. My heart aches for you. But I know this. We have a continuing obligation, <clears throat> a sacred obligation to all of you, the families of those heroes. That obligation is not temporary. It lasts forever. What occurred yesterday in Kabul is the nightmare scenario, the one that Joe Biden was keenly aware of that was very likely to happen. And yet another example in his mind as to why getting out now and not staying engaged longer in this overall mission in Afghanistan after 20 years is the right decision. And he said he absolutely stands by that decision. But this is now in a whole new context. It was one thing when you were leaving the country chaotically without the loss of American life. But now with significant loss of American life, this has become a far more complicated few days of this Biden presidency. That being said, the absurd calls for resignation and impeachment from way too many Republicans are just not on the level. I mean, people who want to be president one day, like Josh Hawley, senator of Missouri, calling on President Biden to resign over this, it just seems a bit much on the very same day that America just suffered its greatest number of military deaths in Afghanistan in over a decade. Now, there was a time in American politics where the onslaught of knee-jerk partisan reaction would be deemed out of bounds. We are clearly no longer in that time in American politics. And it undermines the legitimate criticism about how this operation was conducted that is rightly going to be a part of the record. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. CNN Political Briefing is a product of CNN Audio. Megan Marcus is our executive producer. Greg Peppers is our supervising producer. Mohammed Darwish is our senior producer. Our episodes are produced by Krista Bowe and Taylor Galgano. We'll be back Monday.